everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from gorgeous, if a little bit hot, Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist, a podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, Dan. What are we talking about? Did we're going to talk about, we're going to launch, we're going to oh. launch from Noah's Ark. That's right. We're going to tell, tell you a story, dear listener. <laughs> About a man named Noah. Yeah. It's and a great a, story. Just, it's one of the one of the greatest stories ever told. <laughs> Except for that one. That Except is the greatest story ever told. It is a it, it it's stupid on its face, and we're gonna talk about that. Okay. Sounds good. And why it's being stupid is actually the point. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, up first, Dan. I guess. I'm I'm gonna uh, do a little update. Oh, good. Uh, because last week on the show we talked about our dear governor, Spencer Cox, <laughs> um, uh, calling on Utahns to pray for rain, Lord. right? Because the West is in a drought, Utah is experiencing a historic drought, right? Uh, so like, rather than taking much needed drastic measures uh, right. in terms of conservation, right? He just wants he took a supply side. Uh, solution <laughs> and uh, and asked the Lord and asked everyone to ask the Lord yes for some more water please and it turns out that due to his lack of leadership on the issue of us as a state conserving the water resources that we do have um, people you know criticized him we criticized oh. him right how dare they and us that, and that's almost his response um, oh really? Uh, not entirely, but yeah, he's um, he responded to I, I guess his Twitter feed just blew up. A lot of people, you know, it's Utah. A lot of people were like, "Thank you for asking us to pray," right? Right. And then, but there were a lot of people who were like, "Yeah, no, yeah, no, like action, man, do something about it. Like, if you want right. to pray on your own, great, but do something." about this right yeah um and so he responds uh online and he says that well first of all he was sort of shocked at the vitriol of the whole thing just shocked shocked at online could be so ugly um, yeah he's he's apparently have you met the internet sir <laughs> he says our state has a long history of petitioning deity to temper the elements oh god <laughs> While I rarely look at that social media... That doesn't make it any better. I know. While I rarely look at social media replies, I was surprised at some of the vitriol and contempt at the at a time when we ask for love and friendship to those of different sexual orientations. I oh, would he's, also, he's playing into the liberals. <laughs> I would also ask the same kindness for those who believe in God. Ugh. Oh, because it's the same fucking thing. It's the thing. same thing. Uh, look, gay people are persecuted. Sure. We can kind of agree on that. He says he, uh, but as we all know, nobody's more persecuted than believers oh. in this country. It's just the worst. I feel uh. for him. It's just terrible, terrible. Yeah, he just didn't the, see it coming. The historic and systemic 
prejudice that religious people have faced in this nation. Yeah. Um, it's just, oh, it's so sad. It um, is, it, it's rough. Uh, one uh, one com- commenter on Twitter, uh, probably more than one, uh, but this one was uh, pulled out in the article that I, I was reading. Uh <laughs> says and picked up on a very interesting critique of the whole thing uh elected leaders encouraging faith in a nation is wonderful but this prayer only works if you're righteous <laughs> doing this after for example celebrating pride month literally pride how scripturally illiterate can you get? Smacks oh my God. more of manip- manipulative theatrics than discipleship. Wow. See, you, you're 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 praying for water can't work because you are nice to gay people. You're a gay lover. Gay lover. <laughs> Jesus. And so, so like, I mean, he was poor guy. He just can't win, right? He can't win. Um, the liberals are mad at him. The conservatives are mad at him so this of course he he announced the weekend of prayer well it was like on thursday right or friday like leading into the weekend he does uh-huh. this call for everybody to pray um and then over the weekend he gets all this criticism and monday morning they act like they have this whole thing all figured out and that they were going to be announcing big state initiatives like from like this was always part of the plan right Right. essentially so they they were uh they held a news conference on tuesday uh to discuss the the dire drought situation and Mm. how and offer specifics of how utah residences residents and businesses can reduce their water usage um yeah and and also please note listener uh astute listeners will note that he said how how we can not how we are required to help with the process. Right. Um, he also uh, points out that uh, water restrictions would be uh, handled at the local level. Right. By local water districts because they, quote, know exactly how much water is available in the local area, blah, blah, blah. And and it's like, it's like, okay, man, like, first of all, we know what, people in this state do when left to their own devices which is they do nothing right like socially minded or civically minded they do not do it right and so it's like just asking people to do like let's reduce our water it's like no like he's still just like he's still not doing anything and that's the point he's either calling on some fictional you know fake deity thing right to, 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 to fix the problem for us or calling on the people to just, you know, be good and, and do what's right. Well, they won't. They won't. Hike up the rates. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, make... Like, I, and, well, I mean, and, you can't... And, like, you have to do... find people who, who do obvious bullshit. And you don't hike the rates for the first block of water or what, whatever unit of water you, you use right at the beginning. Like... But if you go over a thing, you should be paying for it, right? Yeah, like like, like make us conserve, right? Make yeah, it give give everybody us. an allotment of water that like yeah. a household that would be a, a a reasonable but tight amount of water, yeah. and everybody everything that you go over that it's going to cost you a fucking fortune. Yeah, and don't tell me you can't do that at the state level. Like right. don't 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 
So you're still not doing anything. So I thought that was an important thing to bring up because he's still not doing anything. Because he's a ding dong. Yeah. All right. Um, but I mean, at least he was, he did do the whole, the whole gay pride month thing. He so did was... do that. I know. But then he's like leaning into it as like, Hey, I'm a good guy. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then, yeah. Then he, then he's like, Hey liberals, come on, man. You, know, you can't get that upset at me. Like, I thought I we thought were on we the were same buds. side. I thought we understood <laughs> each other, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't be a dick. <laughs> God. Uh, okay. Well, I'm going to tell a tale of two apps. I'm going to, I got apps. two stories of uh of apps coming out that are that are, that have been announced okay the uh the first uh is by a guy michael lee mason who has announced the launch of free filtering okay now, what you is know, that internet filters are nothing new uh parents use them to uh, keep okay. their kids from seeing pornography or whatever but this was not, these were not good enough for Mason. Mason needed to, to go a step, a, a, a big step further and protect the children from gay people. <laughs> Apparently, uh, they are, the, oh, the, no. he's trying to make it, the internet, a quote, safer place for souls, trademark, oh. uh, by, by, by preventing access to porn LGBTQ plus and abortion. Oh my God. So like these things just don't exist on his internet. Yeah. Well, he doesn't want it to. Uh, good luck with that. BT dubs. Uh, <laughs> filtering the internet is notoriously difficult anyway. And some tells me that this thing doesn't have the teeth to actually be able to do it. But anything is better than nothing because let me tell you something, uh, to quote an article, uh, Christian parents are rightfully concerned about the way their kids are being systematically exposed to false ideas about human sexuality at school. Oh. Then those ideas are all too easily reinforced with unfettered internet access at home. God. I tell you, it's it's like you can't trust anybody these days. So Yeah, well they're gonna protect the kids from the from the gays. Yeah. And and the abortion. Because you know what kids love to look up? Abortion on the internet. <laughs> Most kids are just, the first thing they get to, they're like, uh, Minecraft and what's this abortion business all about? Yeah. Google, show me, show me abortion. <laughs> uh, the other app that I wanted to talk about was, was created by a man named Adam Evers, which is weird because then his name has Adam and Eve right next to each other. Anyway, Adam Evers... Who has created uh, the app Believer? Uh, that's <laughs> you, you, you know what I'm saying. It's, there's it's, no e. Just there's no e at the end because because they're they're clever. That's how you know it's a trendy app. Oh yeah, they're you know because there's isn't Tumblr the same way? Yeah. Actually, oh, all, all all the good ones. You don't you don't want to you don't want that last er. <laughs> Because uh, it's Grindr, not hit that way. Grinder, Grinder is that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of Grinder, um, this app is for uh, well, or at least is to include and be a safe space for gay Christians. No. Uh, yeah. What? 
So it started out as like uh, as as kind of a dating app, and it, apparently they're they're pivoting to make it uh, a a place for community for for all the gay Christians who. Because it turned into a gay, I, a gay Christian they, hookups site. Is that the right? Yeah, that's what it's got to like, be. You can't connect gay men. I don't care if they're <laughs> Christian or atheists, right? You yeah. can't you can't get put two of them in the same room without something <laughs> happening. Like, <laughs> they, they are horny little buggers. Those those gay boys. <laughs> you, there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. But I mean, what's nice is. This is not an app for people to oppress gay people. This is an app like to, for people to, you know, if you want to find if you're a gay man and you want to find a husband who ha, who shares your who inexplicably shares your Christian <laughs> beliefs, uh, then this is the place to go. Hmm. So, well, good luck, I guess. Yeah, I don't I don't know how to feel about that one to be perfectly honest. <laughs> I don't uh, feel I'm, good about it at all. I, I think uh, the answer the answer is is what you came up with, Frank. Just just leave. Just it's so much better out of the religion. Absolutely, especially for the LGBTQ community. Just the like, why retrofit Christianity, right? right? To like make it friendly to gay people. Like it clearly isn't at its core. Right. So yeah, okay, you can find. Let's move on. You can find the odd pastor who's uh, who's who's super sweet and gay friendly and whatever, but on the whole, yeah, just go. You don't need it. Yeah. Ugh. All right, Dan. Yeah. Uh, the Uyghurs, who we've been talking about um, off and on on the show for this, quite this, a these, while. These um, are the Chinese Muslims. Yes. Who are who? are not being treated very nicely. No, in fact, I mean, at this point, if you haven't heard about the um, the the genocide right. that is happening against the, the, the Uyghur Muslims uh, by the hand of the uh, Chinese Communist Party, um, then you, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty bad stuff. Uh, yeah. Something like two million, a million or two million. It's it's a huge number of people in forced labor camps, um, so forth and so I on. I think you mean re-education camps <laughs> where they're being trained in valuable uh, life skills. Yeah, uh huh. That's what they say. Uh, two million. Um, and the Chinese government has been systematically working to destroy any remnants of their culture. That, yeah. that exist um uh, in fact I, I heard recently that they they're going around just raising um any remaining mosques in the region sure um, sure um so forth and so on they they're they're, they're doing their their darndest yeah. um well the the chinese communist party's um uh persecution of the uyghurs does not stop at their own borders um, and this, uh, this story that I <laughs> read, uh, this week, um, is pretty rough. They, um, apparently they have been using extradition, um, orders to get Uyghurs back to China to put them into these camps. Oh, sweet mother. That, ugh. Um, specifically, well, I mean, they're out there in the world telling people that the Chinese government is being mean. 
Um, you don't. I, you don't want people finding out about it. I actually, in a lot of these cases, I don't even know if that's a connection. Um, uh, rights groups have documented uh, hundreds of detentions and at least twenty uh, deportations from Egypt of wow. Uyghurs uh, back to China. Um, in 2017, the majority of the, the people um, who were facing this uh, persecution by 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 China, um, uh, the majority of them were students, actually. At, oh, uh, uh, then, uh, let's see, Saudi Arabia has uh, deported people back to China. Um, and what's really interesting, uh, I think there was a story from Dubai, um, it's it's arab countries it's 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 muslim majority countries yeah. that you are doing you would think this. that they would have a vested interest in protecting other muslims yeah and apparently like the the uyghurs are just feeling completely as you would betrayed um because there used to be they had this sense that there would be some islamic solidarity right uh, and uh but that's not the case because china's international power and influence is on the rise as we know uh and it's specifically gaining a lot of influence in the middle east that's one of the regions that they they're having some success um huh. because middle eastern countries don't you know they they don't have the same response to an autocratic country and same hesitancy that that you know that the west well, they has. Kinda, they kind of dig it. It's kind of their thing, right? And so they they don't seem to have like these problems having sort of like you know deals with China. And yeah. I mean we have our deals with China too. Like you know we, we're problematic, but um, you know it's th these things aren't. It's not Europe and the United States and Canada that are deporting people to China on basically nothing. And there's enough of these cases. Like, it, you could be like, oh, well, just because, like, a few people who were Uyghur were deported back to China. Well, do we did they do something? Right? But this is a bunch of people, and it keeps happening over and over and over. Um and uh, and I think it's kind of one of those new things to be to be watching with this whole Uyghur situation. Yikes. Like the the Uyghur thing, we the we we got to do something. I can't. I still can't believe that we're not pushing China harder on this. I know that's probably a little yeah, naive, right? Because of all the ways that we're economically intertwined with China. But why is the West not? pushing harder i know some countries have started to make some strongly worded statements and are trying to do some things but like the united states needs to lean in hard on this this is an atrocity yeah you cannot persecute people just because of their religion you can't well it's a it's crime against because humanity like it's, because the people who are who should be most opposed to this who are the ones that are constantly yelling the loudest about uh you know the right about religious rights here in the states mm -hmm. they're the ones who don't give a fuck about the uyghurs yeah they're, they're the kidding. ones who who sh the, the ones who should most care because you know they're but for the grace of allah go they <laughs> right and uh and yet they don't give a fuck well they they only care about the christian persecution right the, the, 
Muslim persecution? What are you talking about? And and to be honest, they don't even care about real Christian persecution. Right. They, which does exist in places like, you know, Korea and, and Egypt. And, you know, there's definitely places where Christians actually encounter persecution. But what they care about is the fake persecution mm. that happens here in the United States. Right. The, the definitely not real persecution right. is what they're worried about. Yeah, you want to see persecution by the state of a religious group. Look at the Uyghurs. Yeah. And and that should be al- that should be alarming to to any religious group. Right? Totally. I, I don't get it. And and here we are a, an atheist show and we've been you know bringing this issue up for what 5 years probably now. It was the yeah. first time we we heard about the Uyghurs and it was like, "What? What the hell is this story?" Right? Yeah. And, don't, yeah, don't ever tell me that Christians actually care about religious freedom. They don't. They, they care don't. about Christian supr- supremacy, and that's it. Exactly. All right. Well, speaking of supreme Christians, uh, the Pope is one of those. He's a pretty big uh, big deal. He might be the supreme Christian, actually. The supreme Christian. He's, he's, uh, he's Christian supreme. He's the, he's the big dog. Uh, and he just got called out. Uh, by a Canadian, no less. So here's the deal. Uh, last week, I think it was, we reported, I reported on that horrible, uh, the find of all, all of those children's native children's, uh, bodies buried at that, uh, school. Right. Uh, for those of you who who didn't listen or, or don't remember, uh, yeah, it was a it was a it was a a school where they basically kidnapped First Nations children from their homes and put them into these schools with the goal being to uh to westernize them, to turn them into good little uh basically European kids, but you know, you can't treat them as well as you treat good little European kids. So what you do is you uh horribly abuse them. Right. And then uh, if a few of them die, you just bury them in a mass grave unceremoniously. I mean, not to draw a line from the last story to this one. Right. But why do Christians not care about the Uyghurs? Because they would do it if they had the chance. Yeah. They would be in the place of, they would cut the and Chinese, you know, government out of the issue. They would, they would be doing it. Absolutely. Unless anybody accuse you of uh, of being disingenuous, I will point them to, I don't know, all of history, <laughs> right? For evidence of yeah. that, um, including this this particular uh, thing, which was which was horrific and egregious, and started uh, with, by the Catholic Church. Uh, the ca- the Catholic Church was largely involved in this, and the you know the 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 country stepped up and started and continued to fund it so nobody everybody's hands got dirty on this thing but this the country can the canadian government uh apologized and officially apologized and i i don't know i probably made some moves for some sort of reparations i don't know uh what they could do or what what they have done but it was enough that justin trudeau prime minister of canada was able to call out the Catholic Church saying he was, quote, deeply disappointed 
that the Catholic Church has not apologized for their role wow. in uh, the 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 genocide of uh, American natives, right? Which is fascinating. Hmm. The amount, I mean, the amount of pressure that that puts on. I've never I've never heard of a head of state putting that kind of pressure on the Catholic Church. Because look, every pretty much every country in the world that's been touched by the Catholic Church, the Catholic Church has something to apologize for. Like pretty yeah. much everywhere they went, they've got to they have something that they need to be apologizing for. So I can see why they'd be reluctant to open those floodgates. <laughs> but damn. Right. Trudeau just I, and Trudeau's Catholic. He said as a Catholic, I am deeply disappointed by the position that the Catholic Church has taken now and over the past many years. When I went to the Vatican a number of years ago, I directly asked His Holiness Pope Francis to move forward on apologizing, on asking for forgiveness, on restitution, on making these records available, and we're still seeing resistance from the church, possibly from the church in Canada. Wow. It's a uh, that's that that's some powerful stuff if you ask me. That that is uh that's a man calling out his own religion in uh in in a pretty strong way. I thought that was balls right there. Well, good for him. Yeah. Congrat like well done. <laughs> He's not a perfect guy, but uh but when he hits sometimes he hits hard. I like it. <laughs> All right. He was a boxer, you know. Oh, was he? Mhm. Really? Yeah. Huh. All right. And he's so handsome. <laughs> yeah. Th- clearly didn't get many uh, blows to the face. Right? Mm. Mm. Took th- or, or at the very least, he took them with grace and aplomb. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, Dan. Yeah. Uh, Burger King. <laughs> shot. Shot across the bow over at uh, Chick-fil-A this week. Uh-oh. Dan. Oh my god. Um they um they're debuting their own chicken sandwich. At, oh at my Burger god, King. everybody is debuting their own Chick-fil-A rip-off sandwich right yeah. now. Uh they call it the Chicking. Um <laughs> okay. and uh, they're fired for that. <laughs> that is not acceptable. Well anyway, they uh, they announced that uh during the month of June uh, they are going to be donating 40 cents from every chicken sandwich uh, sold um, to the human rights campaign oh. um, for the month of June. And which, is it, a, which is an LGBTQ. Uh, yeah, it's like the, the big one. Right. Yeah. They fight for, for LGBTQ plus rights. Um, and uh, they, they said that they will donate up to $250,000. Uh, and... But the what what caught the attention of of uh, many people was the fact that um, they they had this really nice little tweet that went out, um, and they said uh, that um, that during Pride Month, even on Sundays, <laughs> your chicken sandwich craving can do good, right? And so, I love it. Even on Sundays, Dan. And then, of course, they're donating to LGBTQ plus cause, right? For those of you... When it's like, this is fucking uh, Chick-fil-A that is closed on Sundays because they're owned by Christians, really serious Christians. And 
they donate to like gay hating groups. Right. And so, and, and they're like, but, you know, some that's private a pretty solid burn right there. That's a it's pretty a, solid slap like, in the face. This is good. This makes me want to go have one of their chicken sandwiches. Yeah, um, I might have to just because uh, just because that is the kind of behavior, I, corporate behavior, yeah. I wish to encourage. And forty cents, man. Right? Yeah. Like that. That's a chicken sandwich you can feel good about. Um, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know the preparation of the damn thing. I'm assuming it's plain with a stupid pickle. Um, <laughs> if it's going to be a ripoff. Yeah. I'm Which I'm sure it is. I I I cannot. Like I don't I don't get why everybody's just like, "Oh, Chick-fil-A." Oh, Chick-fil-A. I, I really like Chick-fil-A sandwiches. I will be honest oh, with you about golly. that. I really like them, but I won't do it because they're fucking haters and they're they're dickholes. I had a couple Chick-fil-A sandwiches years ago, right? And yeah. I was just like, "What in the fuck is this?" <laughs> That was my reaction. And so then when they turned out to be like gay hating, I was like, yeah, good. No big right? loss. Yeah. I, I, I'm not, I don't feel anything. Right. Yeah. And so, um, and then it, and it, plus then it gave me like a real reason to hate them. Not just that everybody likes their sandwich and I don't. Right. right. Which is, you know, I will. Which is, which is your standard them. reason to hate something. That's why I hate something. Yeah. <laughs> is that I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with everybody? Right. Yeah. Um, I clearly am the authority on chicken sandwiches, everybody. Obviously. Um, <laughs> anyway, I thought that would be, be nice to shout out to Burger King. Yeah. Don't don't that. eat at Chick Fil A. Just don't stay do away. It. Just stay away, people. Uh, I know you love the sandwich. There are now plenty of alternative options for you, and but, apparently some of them will donate to something. Yeah. That Chick Fil A will hate. And there's the, like. I don't know if they're any better, but they can't be worse than a Chick-fil-A sandwich. So. <laughs> there you go. Well, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave us with uh, a guy. This is a, a pastor in Nigeria. He's he's hit our our radar before. He's a mm -hmm. he's not a sweet man. He's a guy who uh, has uh, been fully anti-LGBTQ his entire his entire time as pastor um he he's the kind of guy that that has uh that has quote unquote cured his parishioners of their gayness uh through awful methods including uh hitting people shaving their heads uh public humiliation just really delightful stuff uh he uh, allegedly told uh, people infected with HIV to s pray rather than take their medication oh, geez. Um, because God would heal them. So that's cute. Uh, like he's a, uh, he's super cute. Yeah, he is also, uh, he was also a prophet uh, and would well, yeah. do that. He, he uh, predicted, for instance, the rise of president Hillary Clinton, but then immediately took that video down. Uh, after she lost anyway um he is he was a big deal he was he's a a big uh he was one of the wealthiest pastors in nigeria made oh. made a fortune okay um i'm just here i the whole story is uh he's dead hooray 
I'm happy. Uh, at 57, the man is dead, and they have not yet released why. And I hope it's AIDS. That's what I hope, by personal feeling. Uh, but, you know, it doesn't really matter how. Hatred. I'm just glad he's dead. Hatred. It finally got to him. Yeah. His he little, died of His little hate. heart shrunk two sizes too small yeah yeah exactly yeah and he didn't he didn't have his his whoville moment so he couldn't <laughs> uh he couldn't he, he didn't get to it in time so there you go <laughs> well uh if you would like to participate in this fuck eulogy of a guy or if you'd like to yell at me for taking pleasure in someone's death please feel free to write to us podcast at thank god i'm atheist.com I think we've established that we celebrate when some people die. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of our thing, and we 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 don't hear from the audience really. People don't say, "Yeah, you guys." You're... They're still allowed to write in about it if they y want if to. If it bothers you, or if you'd like to join in, right? You could leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is four two four six 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 eight four four two. We'd love to hear your voice, and stick around. There's more show coming up. Hey Dan, yes. So you'll recall that we we played a clip either last week or the week before. I think it was um, last week, wasn't with, it? It could have been with um, Milo Yiannopoulos, the yes, the, the ex-gay, um, the guy who's <laughs> pretending he's no longer hooking up with guys, all while being the swishiest uh, possible uh, guest appearing on true news that's rick wiles uh little little uh tv well the, affair. the clip we played was not, i don't think the clip we played was from the no true it news was affair. from true news yeah oh, it was the clip we played was from true news I, okay. I caught that after we played it i wish that before i had noticed that because uh, um because that would have been a fun detail obviously right. um but nonetheless uh, he went on to um, one of their shows and shared stories about uh, what was it? Dogs no longer bark at him, right? right? Now that he's now that he's no longer gay. Now, now and, that he's cured himself of the the abomination of of gayness. <laughs> and and then suddenly, after he appeared on on, on one of their programs, uh, basically everybody at uh, True News got sick with covid including including rick wiles himself rick wiles himself and we which talked about is, this as well on the show of yeah course, yeah and it's delightful totally um, happy about it <laughs> well anyway one of their uh hosts uh she has she shares a theory <laughs> as to why they all actually caught covid19 yeah. good luck everybody have fun tracking this one it's great I don't think it's any coincidence that the True News crew all got deathly ill, got very sick um, right after they had, uh, they brought Milo onto their show and he showed, uh, he shared right. his testimony. You best, you best explain um, what you mean remember, by that. I don't know where this is going. Yeah, we have to remember <laughs> that this is a spiritual battle as well. And our enemy retaliates. What this is, I believe, in my opinion, is that this was retaliation. Um, you know, we constantly battle uh, demonic spirits, demonic attacks, 
um, on ourselves. And we as Christians must stay equipped, um, but also we must continue to stay prayerful um, as you know, we walk into these times where the enemy, it seems like he has the upper hand, but it was no coincidence that Rick um, and his crew are in the situation that they're in because uh, they stood for Christ and had, uh, you know, the spine to bring uh, Milo on and share his platform and his testimony. Milo was somebody who belonged to the darkness. He was already Satan. Satan's, he was Satan's favorite sodomite, wasn't he? And well, probably we took pro- him back. Probably Christ because, took uh, him back. He likes music and good jokes. <laughs> what? Well, they, oh, Satan's, Satan's favorite, favorite sodomite. <laughs> and believe me, he's got a lot to choose from. Oh that. yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, I actually, I actually find it hard to believe that he was Satan's favorite. Oh, he's but, definitely not. He is no one's favorite <laughs> sodomite. What's weird is no, he was the right's favorite sodomite. Mm. Like that was his whole shtick. He was the favorite sodomite of he was I'm gonna I'm gonna stop using that word. He was the favorite gay man of the of the extreme ugly right. Yeah. In this country. And, well, and in his own country of, of, of the UK. Precisely because of how hateful he was and how willing he was to roll over on his own people. Right. So are you calling yourself Satan? Are you saying, what are you saying in yeah. this? I love, and, and I love that she starts it out with, the reason they all got COVID is we is because we brought in Milo. And the, and her co-host has to go, uh, uh, you're, uh, wait a minute, hold on. Because <laughs> it kind of sounds like you're saying that he gave him COVID. Right. Which he no. may well have done. It was, it <laughs> We don't know. He could have we been don't know how they got sick. We have no idea how they all got sick. But but clearly it was Satan. This is spiritual warfare. Yeah. And these people are so righteous that God let them get sick. <laughs> oh my god. So it's just I don't your get own it. logic. They, the thing is they never get to they never have to be held to anything that they say. So in one day, one you know, one week they'll be like, "God will protect me from this," and right. the next week they'll get it and be like, "Satan gave it to me," and they don't <laughs> see a problem with that <laughs> at all. Yeah, where God failed you? Yeah, either God failed you, or you failed God in some way or yeah. something because your whole calculus got fucked. Yeah, it's a hell of a way to live. Let me tell you. Oh my God, so weird. <laughs> Well, we had uh, we had someone call into us. We did, Dan. That's true. Um, yeah, this um, the caller is responding to a story that we brought up a while back, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember the story recently. Yeah, um, she, she, she's 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 in the archives somewhere. Yeah, she's she, she's been she's listening. poking around, <laughs> and so um, she's responding to. Um, it, apparently we were talking about there being a mayor, uh, like a city mayor who would not let women pray at meetings. Is that yeah. what it is? Something along those lines. Something along those lines and relying on that whole scripture from whatever book in the Bible that's, um, about women being silent, right. Yeah. In the church and not teaching and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And so she, she's responding to that. 
Hi, Frank and Dan. I started listening to your show recently, and I'm going back through the archives because I can't get enough. And I listened to the one um, about reopening churches and the wily uh, Texas mayor who was very adamant about women not being able to speak in uh, any kind of prayer related to town business. As a government employee, I can't tell you where I work, but yes, I am sure those emails have a lot of very interesting and uh, lawsuit-laden language right for the taking and just really wish you had more uh, female co-hosts, especially when you start ripping on assholes who want to keep women out of everything and, and specifically in silence, to learn in silence, which is just disgusting and disturbing beyond belief as you correctly pointed out anyway thank you for the show bye yeah uh mm. i i did find that article by the way i did look i i, I looked it up and and yeah it was a an, a mayor who said who basically said that women can't pray at, at can't can't give the invocation anyway Ugh, problem it's a, yeah it's a it's a cute uh a cute stance to take and yeah i hope he gets sued into the into the next dimension but in terms of us having more women's voices i'd i'd like to have more women's voices can you be a woman frank <laughs> can we just I mean, one of us that is the problem it's it's kind of the frank and dan show and yeah you know we didn't we we didn't think about that when we started the show we we are unfortunately so. cursed with our own uh gender and and race well, yeah i mean it's yeah it's I, I don't know. I think it's for me. I like to advocate from my position, right? That's sure. That, that's, that's just, that's all I can do. It's the best we can um, do. And, uh, but I, I do take the note. Like I, I, I do wish that we could handle some of these topics, um, that come up f a little bit more at, you know, from the perspective of the people who are, who are being affected. Yeah. But um but and we can but in the sense that like i we will like if you call into us we'll play we have a thing. chance to we have a yeah, chance to play absolutely. your voice yeah. so all that, of our listeners have the opportunity you know our people our, our listeners of color our uh our female listeners our trans listeners mm -hmm. are what a, you know if you're in the group that we're discussing and you have something uh, to, add? to add to the discussion we want it or to we're, tell us what we got wrong yeah you know? yeah we More shockingly we are not willing. perfect. More than willing to play those. Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, do we have some folks to thank? We do, Dan. Woo! Um, in fact, we have four new patrons this week. Excellent. We have three new deacons by the name of Will, Hurrah. Kyle, and Anne the Trans Woman. Wonderful. So, thank you to the three of you. You've purchased a wonderful little priesthood. Yeah. Um, you can do so much now. Yeah, your responsibilities now, uh, you have responsibilities now. Yeah. Uh, with great power comes great responsibility, <laughs> such as uh, giving little tiny cups of water to people. Mm -hmm. so. uh, and then we have a new teacher as well, mm. uh, and by the name of Michael. So wonderful. Thank you well to, done, Michael. Thank you to the lot of you. Um, we, uh, we, we, we do so appreciate the support, um, 
of, of the show. Yeah, uh, and we're, you, we're not the biggest show out there, so every little cent counts. Everyone uh, who can afford to to give yeah. us a little bit of your your dosh each week that is yeah. uh, it's something that means so much to us. And you know, we are working on a goal at the moment. Um, we would like to you know hire uh, an editor to yeah. to put the show together every week um, because my time is 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 growing more and more limited. And as always, Dan. We've got our top donor to thank, our Lord and Savior, Austin! Woo! Hey, Dan. Hey. This week there was a little miracle. Oh? Yeah, you you know that uh, the governor asked for everybody to pray, right? Yes. And then there was a there was a about pray for rain, right? Well, yeah. we got a little. Yeah, there was a microburst. <laughs> Just it, <laughs> literally, it, here in this barren desert mm. of Salt Lake City, there was the tiniest little insignificant, not really anything amount of rain. So prayer the- works, people. But there was just enough moisture in the air, Dan, to create a rainbow. Did you see the beautiful rainbow? Yeah. On Pride Weekend, what yeah. a lovely thing to I see. I know. The Lord honored us with a rainbow. That really is the only possible interpretation of the of those <laughs> events, right? Like, I think so. One group is celebrating their gayness and, and, and demanding the rights that they very richly deserve. Another group is begging God to give them water instead of taking the action that they probably should be taking. Well, praying to end a drought. Yeah. That's what they're praying for. This It's no small amount of rain, right? Right. And then all the good Lord can do is just spit a few little things out and create the symbol of the gays. Right. right? Just enough to be like, fuck you guys i like the queers that's my those are my people i oh god i i would believe in that god right right um but i don't um uh but it is something to remember you know the original meaning of the rainbow before you gay people came stepped in and took it over it's so important it was uh it was it was about the flood Mm-hmm. The great flood mm-hmm. uh, that that that's spoken of in Genesis, and then uh, and actually that Genesis just completely stole from about twelve other ancient religion, a- ancient uh, like legends of a great yeah. flood. Yeah, exactly. Um, going all the way back to the Epic of Gilgamesh and all sorts of other stuff. Anywho, right. uh, the reason I wanted to talk about this was that one of the stories that I chose not to do for this week's show was about uh, it was an arc that we talked about. We talked about this back in 2018 when this crazy dude in the Netherlands decided to launch his arc encounter, <laughs> which is a, a replica of Noah's Ark. This one actually floats. So Ugh. that's a that's a hell of a thing. Unlike Ken Ham's landlocked thing in in Kentucky uh this one actually floats and of course when they launched it uh they they immediate it immediately crashed into some other boats and stuff so they it took some getting used to i guess and right now uh it's actually moored it's actually like like stuck in england because they won't let it go 
Basically because it's not seaworthy. Uh, <laughs> Wait, they, uh, this is God's own design. Right? Uh, or at least me- it's as close as they could come. It's literally half the size of the smallest estimates of how many cubits. Here's the thing about a uh-huh. cubit. We don't really know how big a cubit is. Oh, it wasn't Ken Ham, when he created his thing, went with the largest possible guess of what a cubit is. I mean, it's like from your elbow to your to your fingers or whatever. Okay. But I'm pretty sure that Ken Ham was like, get... Because he knew that the story of fitting two of every animal on Earth right. is insane. And there's no boat that can fit that. But... He knew he needed to make a like he he had to bend every rule possible, and he had to go with the biggest possible boat so he could say yes we got every two of every and he, he uses the phrase kind, and he oh. thinks that that he thinks that that gets him out of it because it's not like not ev not two of every you know of every dog just right. two dogs. And not too, you know, because that's one kind. kind. Yeah, there's different kinds of elephants. There's different kinds of rhinoceros, right? Like, but he's saying just two elephants, period. That's good enough. That's good enough. You don't need two African and two Asian elephants. You don't need, anyway. So, okay. I mean, I don't want to get too stuck in that, but that's just fucking ludicrous. It's so stupid. (laughs) It's so so stupid. Because then you have to be like, well, I believe in some kind of evolution. Right. And And they do. They talk about this. They talk about like, look, there's microevolution. It's not real evolution, but there's change over time, of course. It's just not from one species to another. That that's impossible. (laughs) And why would we even think about it? (laughs) Anyway, uh, both of these ideas, like the the enormous arc in, in Kentucky, and I've said this before, it is, if you go to it, and I did, it is a monument to its own impossibility. <laughs> the thing is so enormous. It is clear that no ancient times 800-year-old man and his seven, you know, his, his three sons... They're just not going to be able to build this thing. Right. It's it's impossible. Why can't they also, just let it be an allegory at a certain yeah, point, uh, right? Like, why can't they just take the whatever moral lesson there is there? I'm not sure what it is or what it could be, but find one and just go with it. No, right? this is the problem. Why does it have to be fucking literal? This is the problem. If you, are, if you decide to go allegorical on this, and uh-huh. plenty of Christians do... You're, you still have a problem because it's still the story of God genociding every fucking buddy. <laughs> there is no good moral that can come out of this story. Every step of the way when you read this story, it's more and more horrifying. <laughs> it, like, everything that happens in it is just one awful piece of shit thing after another there's no good morals. I mean, after the boat lands and the, the seas dry up and the water goes away and apparently the land is fine and arable and, and you know, Noah can start planting crops there, which it was covered in water. Like, how is... Anyway, 
<laughs> he he immediately takes to grapes and becomes a vintner, makes wine, gets drunk, and then his stupid his youngest son walks in on him naked and and like inadvertently just happens to see his dad naked and then his whole his whole line is cursed for forever. I I mean that makes so much sense. And it's cl- I mean you don't get a good moral lesson out of that. I mean, you can't see your dad your your dad's, you know, <laughs> don't, Johnson. You don't see your dad naked or else. <laughs> uh is like literally everything about this there's no way you make it allegorical because of course you have to. Uh-huh. Because it because there's no logical uh way to make sense of that story. And it still doesn't help. <laughs> this is the problem. Like maybe so, so it has to be kept literal. <laughs> and then you can at least say uh we don't right. understand God's ways and God and you know I, I well because then there's a miracle. And at least yeah. it's faith promoting if nothing else, right? Right. <laughs> that like, oh, well God did this like unbelievable thing. Um, and so that makes me want to believe in him. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, yeah. that's about as much as I could possibly, that's being the most generous I can be about that story. Yeah. At least right? then there's world-class magic at play. <laughs> like, yeah, really amazing magic. And, and I've heard some <laughs> amazing like ideas about like, like, you know, the whole globe flooding and how was, how was there enough water and blah, blah, right. blah. And they like, they like, you know, they they come up with some craziest ideas. Yeah. Like one where like it had never rained before. Have you ever heard this one? <laughs> no. Like, what? Like like this was the first rain. I don't even know where I heard this one, but it was like, no, 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 no. It's not that it was like rain that caused a flood. There had never been rain. And so it was all like imagine how long between Adam and Noah and all of this water is up in the atmosphere, right? And so that's how it flooded is because it had there was just so much water up in the sky. Oh, oh my god, there's like, so much wrong with that. Uh, believe me, I know. But like I know that I heard I did not just come up with that. No. That was something that I heard some st- stupid sunday school teacher just winging it right like just yeah. coming up with something to like placate the kids who were asking yeah. too many questions because me and my friends there was a, a group of us that probably asked too many questions yeah i'm sure <laughs> i i'm sure about that uh, i just can't I, like here's the thing uh and i i've said this on the how to heretic i the the book the 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 Bible itself, it has nothing going for it. Yeah. It's just bad from cover to cover. <laughs> Everyone who says that it is at very least beautiful poetry or great uh-huh. literature uh-huh. is full of shit. Yeah. It's, there's no good poetry in it. The literature itself, like, the, like is abominable it's bad storytelling the stories don't make any sense and then and and there's nothing good to be gleaned from it i challenge anyone to find me the part of the bible that's actually like okay the beatitudes are kind of nice 
But Jesus didn't wasn't the first th- person to say nice things. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> plenty of people have you come have up to be with the like first is for you. Is that the No, I'm just saying like he didn't invent be nice to each other. Right. Well, but also like I mean he is picking out some I mean some traits that are arguably not the best, you know, the meek Blessed be the meek. Yeah, right? they're going to inherit the fucking earth. But, like, being meek isn't going to get you anything, right? No. I mean, I, I hate to say that, you know, but, like, sometimes you got to make your, I, make your own. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't see like, meekness as a bad thing, but it's I don't, certain, see, it as I don't be, see it but, as an inherent virtue either. Right. And he's saying blessed be the meek as though it's like this group of people or something. I mean, that, yeah. maybe that's how I always heard it, you know. Uh, and it's like no like I, I you look at the beatitudes and it's like how to be subservient right well there's that too right and it's like how do you su- submit the best way and how do you feel <laughs> good about you know like not standing up for yourself right <laughs> i mean that's how i see it and yeah. and and so it's like it's like, oh, well, that just teaches people to submit to the church and submit to whatever, you know, um, king or yeah. political, political entity that's that's over them. And uh, that's not a from my perspective, that's not a good thing. Yeah. Right. The whole the whole fucking book is just insane. But the lengths that people go through, like I look I look at images of. This this arc that was from uh, that was from the Netherlands, which is half the size of the smallest possible Im- idea of an arc, <laughs> and it's just so it's like a third the size of Ken Ham's, right? And it's genuinely stupid. <laughs> this boat is absurd on its face, and it's reinforced. It's not a proper arc. It's got a motor. It's reinforced with, like, steel and whatever. Mm. It's not... They didn't go out of their way to make, a you know, a genuine timber structure boat. Mm. Because, and there's a reason for it, you can't! If you made a boat that that size out of wood, pretty much every shipwright agrees it's just going to twist and shatter. Therein, so, therein lies the miracle, Dan. There, yeah, there's, there's a lot <laughs> oh, of miracle ye, going on. Oh, ye of little faith, Dan. I know, and <sighs> it's true. I have very little faith. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's, it's. It's just, amazing just how a- it has to be all literal, right? But then wherever it doesn't work, well, just faith, just faith, right? Yeah, you know, because it's like, like you could demonstrate to them that the boat doesn't work and it's like well then then god must have made it work right right exactly so then why then why build a boat for that matter like why why not find some rock to float on because god will make it float for you right why why doesn't god just lift up all of the animals drown the people and then plop the animals (laughs) back down he's a fucking miracle guy why doesn't he just like zap and smite all of the people or just start over he he created them once why can't he just create them again yeah just uh just crumple this one up throw it away and start over (laughs) it's really really hard to create animals though dan it just is it's taxing 
It's yeah. He's got new hobbies now. He's just not into that. Right. He's into making it rain. This is I've what he's focusing on right now. The god the god that killed everyone but Noah and his little family is just uh, like a 10-year-old with an ant farm who decides to shake it like a fucking Etch-a-Sketch. <laughs> These guys yeah. aren't making tunnels the way I like. Oh, I don't like the... I'm going to start over. And just kills everybody yeah. just to see what happens. <laughs> it, it, oh, it's just the absurdity of either believing that... It, what? Yeah, I think the, what's amazing is we've, what we've stumbled on is if you believe that this literally happened you're an idiot but if you believe that it is a good allegory uh that it is allegorical and is trying to teach us moral lessons you're an idiot <laughs> there's, there's no really, way out. there's, there's no... really no good way you can't come out of this one okay you yeah. just can't so anyway if you guys want to go and and uh and google uh the it's called um the, the just Netherlands Ark or whatever, uh, and you can find the the video of it being blown by the wind into a bunch of other boats. Uh, that it's fun to watch. Anyway, Amazing. if you have anything you'd like to say about the Ark or anything that we've talked about, please write into us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is four two four. 666-8442 Yeah, go to the Facebook page Facebook.com slash TGI Atheist Click the like button And if you'd like to join one of our two Members only lounges These are places to talk about Any and all Issues and topics Related to being an atheist It's not And just, just find about... some good community Yeah, and it's not just about the show It's about community, exactly yeah. Um, we've got two different uh, lounges that you can join. One on Facebook, one on Discord. You can find both of them by going to thankgodimatheist.com slash members only. Thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their fine, beautiful music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all of you, dear friends, for tuning in. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.